Bob. <laughs> what? Guess what? It's not a joke. Who's the... No. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, tell me We've what we got. made it. To what, Hollywood? Well, we're getting there, but we've made it to episode 10. Double figures. Double figures. So, cheers. That's a, uh, Let's start this all again. It's terrible, isn't it? We're out of practice. We are. We are out of practice. Why are we out of practice? Because I've Where been... Where have you been for the last chuffing week? I've been... Well, I've been working. I want to look nice for the podcast, and therefore, right. in order to look nice, I needed a tan. So, this has all gone on the, the business. Yeah, um, no, no. So I go on a credit card. Went to Lanzarote for a week. Was mm. it good? Mm. Brilliant. I'm caked in moisturiser. Yeah? Yeah, Brilliant. to hide the peeling. Good to know. It was cold and wet here, miserable. I was at work. We didn't do the podcast, so we're behind on schedule now. We're probably losing listeners. We, yeah. So, here we go. Should we start? Here we are on the next episode, and we've Not reached... just the next episode. Yeah. I was just about to say it before you cut me off. No, oh, well, I wanted to get Go in on, there. you do it then. No, it's fine, you can do it. Episode right, so 10 now, aren't we? <laughs> you fucking... <laughs> episode 10. Mm. Double digits. That's exciting, isn't it? It is. To think we've spoken f- to each other for about 20 hours. And we always said we'd do 10 and done. Yeah, so, so this, this is, is it. the finale. Yeah. Enjoy that coffee, mate. Um, we've added a bit of table decoration, haven't we? We have. There you go. Let me move that so we can see what we've got. For anyone watching this week, um, you'll see that we've got a bit of table decoration. Hopefully to suggest what type of podcast this is. Yeah, because we realised this last time, didn't we, that we didn't have anything. It could just be for B&Q. It's just home furnishings. Next at home. Yeah. Next at home. Maybe we could get them to sponsor us. To be fair, this is from Next at home. And that. about that. I could tell that was. Next. Come on. Get on it. Get your wallet out. What are you doing? But for anyone who's listening and not watching... Um, we've got three cameras currently on the table, which are our cameras, aren't they? Um, mm-hmm. So we've got a Panasonic Lumix S1, a GH5, and Sony A7S 3 A, just to make it look like... Looks a bit better, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks better than just having coffee and water on table. But also, it alludes to what we might talk about a little later in the podcast, won't it? Yeah, we're going to try and not get too technical, because we did um, a fairly technical one last week. Yeah. Not last week, last month. But we're going to talk a little bit about kind of Sony and Panasonic. and There's been a lot of development recently, hasn't there, um, that we'll talk about, mm. about whether... Just, just stay tuned. Oh, yeah. I'm Exciting. Gonna... Yeah. So how's... Oh, go on. Oh. I'll go on then. So how was your holiday? I know I was taking piss, but go on. No, it was good. It was nice. It was what I needed. I needed a little bit of time to just chill out completely, not check emails or anything like that. I may have checked not it once scripts. or twice. Yeah. She said he would read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was too easy. Yeah. Lathering up in fact 15. Yeah. Do which you is, burn easy? I do. Oh, um, yeah. Burn. Yeah. Mm. I, so I didn't used to be, I didn't used to have ginger. I used to be blonde, like proper blonde. I don't know where that went, but then I turned <laughs> ginger. And that, yeah, I turns out that I can burn and tan quite well. And then I think I've done all right. I'm like, oh, I'm red. Then I wake up the morning after, I have a shower, and then I'm just like a lizard, and I'm just peeling off, and then I just go back to normal. It's horrible. You're looking good, though. I'm looking fresh. You don't look that tanned, I don't think. I'm going to have to go again. Yeah. Yeah. This week. Maybe we could do a It's Take Two on tour sometime. Go oh, away. That was maybe something we've talked about. Isn't it? It's... What have you been watching? Anything good? You has just come out. You part two. 
Yeah, have you, I've, we've watched part one. It's different to the other it series. It's very different, isn't it? But I like that because if it's the, if it's constantly about Joe Goldberg gets fixated on a woman and he ends up getting, you know, I actually like that it's a little bit different and that you is, it's a different type of you that he's referring to. And yeah. I feel sorry for him. I'm not going to lie. You feel sorry for that, the psycho killer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, because he wasn't meant to find himself in a lot of the situations and he's trying to be a good guy, but he just can't help but not be a good guy. What have you watched? For watching Ugly Betty, actually. Ugly Betty? <laughs> yeah, have you never seen Ugly no, Betty? No, I'm not. It's, oh, like... it's brilliant. It's basically Devil Wears Prada, but spread out over like 50 hours because right. it's a TV show. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. It's... What makes it good? It's just easy to put on in the background and you can kind of like jump in and out of it. Yeah. You don't really need to stick with it and yeah. pay attention. So for anyone who is joining us now, it's Take Two Podcast, hosted by yours truly. Is yours oh, truly me or you when they say yours truly? No, yours truly is you. It's That's really confusing. Yours truly. I, so if I'm saying it, that means me. So hosted by yours truly, Rob. I'm a writer-director up in based up in Leeds, mm-hmm. working on indie films and commercial and stuff like that, basically. What about you? Yours truly. <laughs> Yours, my truly is a, truly. Uh, a freelance camera operator or DP um, and now actor. You are an actor I now, yeah. I am an actor. I can officially say I'm an actor, which thanks to you and all, well, I, yeah. can, I can now add Tell us what, you've, what your debut performance was. Well, I mean, I don't want to give too many spoilers away. No, because you'll, uh, you'll be under, like, NDAs and all of that sort of thing, won't you? Probably, well, I don't know. We need to send it over. But we did some pickups yesterday, didn't we? Yeah, so Ollie's feature film, we've chatted about that when he was on episode... Dub it. Seven, seven, I think. Yeah, probably, yeah, better. I think it was. Yeah. yeah, good guess. Um, yeah, so we've got... We're doing some pickups. We've just done a, a day yesterday. We've got a couple more days coming up in a few weeks. Mm. And... One of the pickups was a little role for you. I've been trying to get in for a while, haven't I? And then I was going to be another character, but I couldn't make the shoot. I could have been the teacher. Yeah. But then, yeah, we finally did a pickup day. Just a very small crew, didn't we? But hopefully it adds to the film. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Which I guess that's the point in that it's never too late. Don't just round off filming as we've done. We need to make an edit out of this and we'll work around it if we're missing something. If there's opportunity for a pickup and it's easy enough to do and not too pricey to do, go for it. Because if it makes you film better, it might... Yeah, I mean, it's standard procedure, isn't it, in Hollywood and everything hmm. for a certain amount of pickups. I know when you hear reports of like some of the Marvel films reshooting for eight weeks or something, that's a bit of a, hmm. a concern. But I think everyone does it for a certain amount of time. What was the film that... Oh, it was the... Um, was it not Justice League? What was the DC... With uh, Jared Leto and the Joker, that got reshot because Deadpool was released, and they realised that the Suicide humor Squad. Suicide Squad. They realised that the humour in Deadpool. We're opening a can of worms here, George. We could talk. We could do a few episodes on this. Suicide Squad, Justice League. Well, they yeah. all got redone. If we're getting into it now, we're going to have some Zack Snyder fanboys tweeting us. I mean, we need more interaction, for engagement, in it. Yeah. yeah. Studio interference for Suicide Squad. Yeah. Re-edited it basically. David Ayer, the original director. They said, oh, this time last year, this is when it came when it came out, this time last year I had a great cut that everyone would have liked. Um, basically said that this cut isn't his and it came out and it was shit. Suicide Squad, Zack Snyder, the director, stepped down because of a family tragedy mm. and they got Joss Whedon to take over, who kind of just done the Avengers and Avengers 2. 
and he reshot loads of it. And that's where the, the moustache gate comes from. So there's a load of shots in it that was re, reshot of Henry, Henry Cavill. Oh, I know I've heard about the moustache. And they have to CGI the moustache out and it's terrible. Yeah. So even small shoots like ours can use utilise pickups. And we've done it on most of our stuff, I think. Mm. I mean, yesterday was me, you and Ollie, wasn't it? That's all it needed for, for that particular type of, type of pickup. If it was a bigger scene, obviously you'd need to get more people involved. And... Yeah, it was literally like a one little, a few lines walking to camera. You did pretty good though, to be fair. I did all right, didn't I? I'll tell you what I did watch recently, What's in between that? Ugly Betty episodes. What's that? I'm going to keep mentioning Ugly Betty until you try it, by the way. Okay, I will do. Among the Living, our feature film. Yeah. Did, I, I watched that. Well, I watched bits of it. I skipped through. You've watched your film that you made? Yeah. but Well done. Dubbed in German. Is it? Yeah, it's been, it's been dubbed into, into German, yeah. Like, properly done it as well. Well, like, different characters have got different people, or is it the same person... Yeah, like, you know what dubbing is, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah but I didn't did know if it was like it. a really, you know, standard version of it. No, it's just one good. person doing impressions. Well, yeah, it's pretty good. So I skipped through a bit of that. It's, so it's been released in Germany. So That's like, wicked. I think they've passed it on to a German distributor. They've dubbed it. So for all the German listeners out there, I, I no, I think we might. I looked on the analytics, yeah. They, maybe um, that, maybe it's come from that. You then. know who you are. I've, I, bought, I bought one of the, the Blu-rays from Germany. Because it's, it's got, cool. like, different artwork and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. How different is it? It's pretty much just flipped. <laughs> is it? I'll show you a picture. <laughs> nice. Do you want me to play a little clip? Go on, then. I yeah. recorded the kids. So Leon, who's in it, I think it was 12 at the time, 13. He sounds about 21. Does he? <laughs> yeah. Wo kommst du her? Aus westlicher Richtung. Ich habe oben eine Hütte. Dort könnt ihr ein paar Tage bleiben. Das ist schon sehr hart für uns. Ja, aber Kinder sind so, oder? Die passen sich leichter an. Ich will mich nicht verwandeln, okay? Was soll das? Du musst mich danach vergraben, ja? Das ist cool, oder? Das ist cool, ja. So, wenn jemand eine German Blu-ray you can get them ordered and you get them shipped off. Where do you buy them from? Let's get the plug in. I can't remember where I bought it from. Somewhere in Germany. Yeah. I'm just going to check it out. Are you checking all the endless Instagram comments and messages? Yeah, mate, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have we had any? We had one. Let me get it up. Eagly. Eagly. Listener questions. We need a jingle. Da, 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 da. From Callum. So in capitals, hmm. I won't shout out because it'll annoy him. You'll see why in a second. Can we swear or can we not swear? Uh, it's a, it's we, a quote, we, fuck it? it, we'll swear. Fuck off, Elliot's got a shout out before me. I'm done. Elliot is Callum's brother, isn't he? For anyone um, who doesn't know. Yeah. Also, your music is too loud in between cuts. Your voices are nice and mellow. Thank you. Then the, then the music never fails to shit me up every time. That's in capital. Is that in the capitals, yeah. right? That's why I shouted that a bit. Don't even listen to your own podcast. I swear I'm your only listener. Ooh. Wrong. Colette listens every week. Yeah. Hi, Mum. None of my questions have been answered. Not a single shout-out. Not even an invite to an we episode. We have given him a shout-out. We haven't, have we? He asked a question. So we said his name in that question. So his name's got a shout-out. Not even an invite to an episode. Well, he's just lost that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were about... To, we were saying before we started recording, we'll get Callum on the next episode, but he can... Forgot about this, didn't we? Yeah, no, I've, I've provided good feedback. No, we haven't. He's just complained that the, so the audio's too loud. Yeah. I don't think a shout-out would ever do. However, I'll offer an hour of free design work if you like. Mitchell Creative sponsor your podcast. Uh, yeah, so apparently the audio's too loud. I did listen back to some podcasts. Was it? Fair point. <laughs> Is it a bit loud? <laughs> it's a bit loud. Oh, okay. 
I'll take a look at that jingle and try and fix yeah, it. Yeah, just see what he can do. Mm-hmm. It was a bit loud to be. He's, he's actually got quite a good point. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, nice. Must have been too quiet. Shall we utilise these cameras that we've got on the table in front of us? Yeah, so these are these are video cameras, are they? Or are these, are these picture <laughs> well, they're, cameras? Technically, they're a hybrid camera, but yeah. Instead of electric and gas. <laughs> <laughs> Not nowadays, Christ. In the last, what, month or two, Panasonic's brought out the Panasonic Lumix S5 Mark II yeah. and the S5 Mark II X, X which looks nice. The, yeah, the it's like version. all black design. Yeah, it looks, looks pretty nice. cool. Yes. And they've added some new features that got us thinking about whether Panasonic's finally catching up with the likes of Canon and Sony in certain areas. They might already be leading in some aspects that people think, but such as the autofocus and things like that, they've now brought phase detecting, haven't they? Which got us thinking, are they finally catching up with cameras like the A7S Mark III, Canon R5, cameras like that? So we thought whilst we both come from Panasonic, moved to full frame, and then we made the leap from then Panasonic to Sony. What we thought was there's a nice clickbaity title there of <laughs> yeah. should Sony be worried? Yeah. Because that's that's what it comes down to. Isn't yeah. It? Because I think for years people have said, oh, Panasonic have probably got the best video features, yeah. but they're way behind on the autofocus. And they have been. I know they've been like trying to improve it on every generation and with firmware and everything, but they've always been behind with that contrast DFD and everyone else has gone phase detect pretty much. Which has been the one thing really that Panasonic have always said, we listen to our consumers and audience. That's the one thing that they've almost just bypassed. When The demand's always been there for phase detect, but they've always said we're going to continue developing the root down contrast-based AF. Do you think they've given in to the pressure and realised that they're losing too many people away from Panasonic to all the manufacturers? Or do you think, actually, we've done enough testing down the contrast route, it's never going to be as good as this, let's just implement that instead? I think they probably knew it was never going to be as good early on. Mm. But, I mean, if you look at rumour sites and stuff, there's loads of reasons people give for this and what they think was going on. Uh, Some people will say that, because they were using, at one point, Sony sensors, that Sony wouldn't sell them the... The phase detect, the aspect of it, who knows? Other people were saying, and Panasonic said, if you've got phase detect, because you've got to put stuff on the sensor, it can degrade your image quality. So that's why we don't want to do it. Which, to be fair, image quality has always been something that we've loved from Panasonic, haven't yeah. we? Like, yeah. There was that time where the image coming out of the Sony cameras, like the even the FS7, S7, but the yeah. A7S2, yeah. everyone complained. If you're shooting in S-Log, it, they weren't that great. Panasonic has always led that way. And even with the four thirds with the GH5, it was still amazing image quality. Then when they brought the full frame cameras out, yeah. it looked incredible. It was 15 stops in the S1. 14 plus, I think. 14 plus. Yeah. Um, but like that's from a mirrorless camera at that point in 2020, it was like, this is awesome. Whereas now Sony's, you know, shaped up a bit. Their image quality straight out of cameras, great. And there's always differences in colours that people will all have, always have preferences over, but I'm pretty happy with the, the colours and that coming out of Sony now. Yeah. You can definitely shoot stuff, especially in S-Cinetone, and it's kind of pretty good to go. Well, we do much. this podcast in Cinetone, don't we? Yeah, so for it, anyone who's... we don't really do much colour correction on it, do we? Not really. A bit of contrast, just yeah. to make it look a bit moodier. And bits and... We don't do any hue or anything like that, do we? Don't think so. In terms of image quality, though, like the S1H, I, I used that for a time on a few shoots, mm. and that I absolutely loved that. It was amazing. It was just It just felt great. Colours... The roll-off, 
everything just awesome, awesome image quality. I still want to be on board with Panasonic. At the moment, I've got I've got an investment in MFT still, mm-hmm. and the next kind of Panasonic that's got phase detect, I'm, that's probably going to be my next buy, upgrading my little Olympus that I use for everyday stuff. Because mm-hmm. I want to be able to use that as a C-cam. I've been using the GH6 that Johnny lent us, mm-hmm. and that's pretty nice. But I think uh, you, at this point, you may as well wait for phase detect if you're going to buy an MFT camera. What are you working on at the moment? It's got your creative juices going. Cool. Um, Bad saying. What, from the freelance side of things or just passion projects? Yeah, passion projects, yeah. I've done a little bit more work on the police drama that I'm wanting to shoot. We've we've mentioned it in other episodes, haven't we? But it's been an ongoing thing and an ongoing idea that I want to actually make happen this year. Yeah, so give us a bit of backstory for those who haven't heard about it. So I came up with an idea when we first started working together, didn't we? Yeah. And held it off for far too long. Um, so it would have been about five years, five and a half years when I came up with the idea. I've been holding it off for just various different reasons. If I've been too busy or, you know, I've just kind of forgotten about it for periods of time. It's finally like come back around and I'm doing more planning on the pre-production side of things. The script's pretty much good to go. Actors are on board. So now this week I've spent time looking at locations that would be suitable for it. Um, and I think actually that I've had a little brainwave this week in I always wanted basically the short film's about a police force uh, and there's a main scene that's in a police briefing room. I feel like I've spent too long in the past trying to find the perfect room that's like a police briefing room, whether that's a genuine room or an office that isn't being used or anything like that. Then I had uh, I was in the car with a producer. Me and a friend went down to Brighton the other week and she mentioned have you thought about like conference rooms in hotels? And I was like, bloody hell. Yeah. Cause like we travel a bit with our work and the amount of times you're walking past the conference room in a hotel, when you're stopping on a shoot, they're never in use. And I was like, actually that could work a treat. So long story short, I've contacted various different hotels to see who'd be free, who'd be happy for a film, small film crew to come in and use it for a day or two. So there's been a little bit more progression. So now the cogs are starting to turn again. Hopefully we can get it made. It's easy to have ideas like that that do just get pushed back and back, don't they? Mm. There's, I think there's a load of different reasons why it happens. Why, why has it happened with this one, do you think? For me, the script is an important one because it's about the police and obviously a lot of people know about the police other people don't know much about the police i want it to be <laughs> fact- a lot of people know about <laughs> like, the police or know about everyone's the- heard about it, i'm sure <laughs> everyone like a lot of people know about the police but in terms of how they actually speak or how they communicate to each other internally yeah. i want to get that right so things like redrafting the script I, like it's been on so many redrafts that's the first one the second one like the location i want like because this is my first film that i'd direct i'm too um what's the word when you say yeah i've I've got such a particular idea in my head of what the room will look like or what the house will look like and because i've not found that yet i've been holding that off rather than i don't want to say lowering my expectation but compromising or looking at an alternative way of seeing how that scene can play out yeah because it's an easy one to it's an easy trap to get into where you think I can't use that location because I imagined having the window on the left side. Yeah. Whereas that location's got the window on the right side. Yeah. Whereas I think what people need to get into the habit of, and I need to do the same, is working out what the point of the scene is and what the point of the film is mm. and then what the point of the, the actions and the blocking and what the point of that window being on the left-hand side is. Yeah. Because most of the time you, you realise 
Well, actually, the whole point of the scene is it's not affected by that window. We can go with a different location completely. Yeah. yeah. We're not at that stage yet where we can hire a studio out, get an art director and set builders to make it look exactly like you want in your head that yeah. these bigger productions would have. It'd be great if we got to that stage. But at this stage, you have to, you know, compromise and just work with what you've got. What about yourself? So we're currently in post-production on Ollie's film. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of tweaking away on the rough cut of that, getting it towards picture lock. Yeah. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Just checking. Bored. <laughs> <laughs> currently working towards draft two of the next film we're doing, shooting in November. Mm -hmm. So it's just getting, collating people's feedback and kind of working out what we want to take forward and bringing some new ideas into it, expanding it where we need to, trying to get the structure right, things like that, really. Yeah. And how have you found, have you done a redraft yet then or not? No, I've got a lot of feedback. I've re, re kind of done the synopsis. Mm. So I just need to put that into the next draft. Do you get a good feeling about when you've written a first draft? Because the first draft is still early stages, isn't it, of yeah. a film that's a feature length. Are you excited about how, you know, the quality of this first draft and what it could eventually become, when it, whether that's the redraft or when we actually make it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we're shooting in November and so the script will be changing up up until then, basically. Mm. Like on the last feature we did, it was changing on the day of the shoot. So mm. it'll, I'll, I don't think we'll ever get to a point where we're like, that's the finished script, let's print it and never change anything. Yeah. I mean, it changes in the edit, doesn't it? You cut lines out and move stuff around. But I think it feels pretty good. Is there a reason why you're shooting in November? I quite like kind of fall light. That sounds so pretentious, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't... But, you, you know, in summer... So we shot the last one kind of June, July, August time-ish. And you get the sunlight and it's very high. And I don't know, just that kind of low October, November sun. Mm. Just, it looks really nice. It's almost like you get a, a longer golden hour to shoot with. Yeah. You know, if you're shooting internal night scenes and stuff like that, you don't have to worry as fl about flagging as much. You can mm -hmm. start shooting them earlier on. So in terms of your film and how many daytime and nighttime scenes there are, like what's the balance of it looking like? It's probably it's probably 50-50, I would say. Mm. There's still quite a bit of daytime stuff. Yeah, but that makes sense, I guess, November time, because it won't get dark till yeah. 5. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you've still got like a that. decent day, but then you've, if you want to do night times and not have to do day for night, yeah, then you can shoot in the evening. But partly it was also because we needed a good amount of lead time to prep it. So we, mm. we were planning this kind of last year, mid last year. I remember thinking it's like 15 months to sh until we shoot. And I was thinking, oh God, that's so long away. Maybe we should do it this year in three months time. And now it's eight March. Months. Yeah. So yeah, th eight months. The yeah, script probably won't quick. be done until summer. Two months, yeah. Yeah. So the Lumix S1, in a way, is similar to the A7 IV, isn't it? Yeah, in terms of its so, yeah. specs, where it you know where it maxes out on its specs and things like that, it's got the four K sixty crop. I'm looking at selling my S one. So if anyone you know, I've been trying for months. Help me out because it's not been selling, and now I've paid my tax bill. <laughs> so, but like because of that, I'm it's still up on you know eBay and things like that. But I'm then thinking, well, if I sold it, would I just get an A seven four? So then I'm all Sony. Mm. Which is great because then I can, you know, I've got less lenses because at the moment I've got a yeah. load of different lenses. But then is it worth me getting rid of that if I'm just going to swap it for a very similar camera? Yes, it'll, it's a slightly different image quality and colour science, but personally I know, I know enough about grading to make that look like 
the cam, you know, my A7 and FX6 footage once they're color graded. Is it worth the hassle? I don't know. But in terms of specs, that S1 is holding up to the A7 IV, which is a new camera from Sony still. Well, it's it's the autofocus. It's the lenses, like you said, to be on matching lens mounts, which mm. helps. And then the ease of use in that, using it as your C cam, chuck it in S Cinetone and then it matches your other cameras perfectly or even S Log3. Mm. So you could send you could send footage straight out without that kind of in between step of having to match it. Yeah. But then I mean you look at the the new S five Mark II and the Mark II X and they've got that what the built in LUT or the built in grading where you can mm-hmm. load your own LUTs into it and built and shoot them baked in. So in effect you could create a V log to S Cinetone LUT, chuck it in there, and you've basically got S Cinetone. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Panasonic have been quite ahead with their features, I think, for quite a while. Mm. So, like, comparing the S1 and the A7S3 now is, I mean, what does the S1 have that the A7S3 doesn't have? There's quite a bit in there, I'd say. The thing that I missed the most when I stopped using the S1 as my main camera, because my A7 arrived before my FX6, yeah. so then I went straight to using the A7 for weddings. I miss waveform. Yeah, waveform's a big thing. I, I mean, histogram, obviously it has histogram, but... There's histogram's a, shit compared though, isn't it? Histogram's shit, that's yeah. more for photographers. But also, it's only on a certain... Um, you've like got click page preview, yeah. yeah. So you can't choose what you have on the screen. Yeah, it's crap implementation of it. Yeah, so that's you know that 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 was a bit of like a, all right, I can deal with it. It wasn't enough for me to be like, right, I'll stick my Ninja Five on top, so then I've got waveform. Yeah, so it didn't need to get to that extent. Uh, shutter angle yeah. was another thing. To yeah. me, considering that everyone is aware that the S version of the A7 cameras are predominantly for videographers and filmmakers. Why have they not got shutter angle? It's mad, isn't it? It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Especially the price you pay for it. It's not a cheap yeah. camera. No. Like, why the hell has it not got shutter angle? Yeah. It's... And that's a firmware update, surely. Yeah. How 100%. could it not be? Has it got angle in the FX3? No. Is I it not? Not when I was not when I was buying it. Right. And I don't think it has been updated with it. Because I would have that bit... attempted me over, I think. Yeah. Because it's such a faff having to do shutter speed. When you don't need to, there's a better better alternative. Yeah. There's been a lot of times when I've gone from, you know, 50p to 100p or to 25p, and I've, if I move over to 100 from 50, yeah, and then I've been shooting that at 100 shot, I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. Right, I can get away with it, but I want to be at 200. Yeah. Stick, stick a shutter angle on and you're all right. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. No DCI 4K, mm-hmm. which it's basically the same sensor as the FX6, so you can do it. So I don't know why. FX3 doesn't have that either. doesn't have True24. It's got 23.98 if you go into NTSC, but it yeah. doesn't have True24. There's just loads of little things on it that I just don't, don't think make sense, mm-hmm. especially for the target market and the price. Yeah. It's frustrating. It really is. Yeah. They've kind of abandoned it with firmware upgrades, haven't they? There's not been anything recently, has there? No, not for ages. I think the FX3 has got a couple, but... Even then, nothing major, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I used the S1 uh, a few weeks ago. I was making an Instagram reel, and I was including my A7S3 in the shot. So I shot it on the S1, and I shot it in the 6K. Yeah. It's like, I've never really had to use it, so I've never dabbled into it. But I was like, sod it, I'm going to do a social video. Yeah. So I want the resolution in height as well. So 4K, no, fuck it, let's go straight up to 5.9K or 6K, whatever it was. And I was like, that was really nice to play with. Yeah. It was really bloody nice. And I was like, oh, I'd miss this if I got rid of it. I shot a poem for Dean and I shot that in the 4.3, like the anamorphic mode. Because mm. you can just use that and then just not de-squeeze it. And yeah. You get 4.3, it's like 
seven chaos it's almost 6k yeah and the quality is ridiculous mm. it's so good that was on the s1h though well panasonic will know that the s1h which is the a7s3 is the equivalent of the s1h in terms of an in terms audience of when it came out and price i think it was yeah similar, wasn't it? and well you've got the s1 which is like the a7 the s1r which is like the a7r mm. the s1h is like the a7s series yeah. of like uh, yeah. that's for the audiences so why it's just frustrating that Panasonic have got it right with including the waveform. That's got 224p, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the S1 does, but the S1H S1H, does. S1H, 224. Yeah. But Sony don't have them features in shutter angle. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have them in. And it's... Even the S5's got shutter angle, and that's their like cheapest full frame. Yeah, that's true, yeah. That you can put it in shutter angle, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah. Come on, Sony, sort it out. Build quality as well. Like the S1, I know it's big and it's a bit of a tank, but it's so it's so well designed and well built. There's just more going on on it compared to the A7S3. Like you've got a couple of function buttons on the S3, but here you've got like the locking dials on this side. You've got the drive mode up there, and then you've got like two function buttons down here. You've got the switch here. There's there's so yeah. much to customize on it. Yeah, that it makes it faster to use and more. I don't know, you can just personalise it a bit more. I often feel that this little finger is just doing its own thing when I'm... Yeah. You know, that's why I, I use my cage on my A7 all the time. Yeah, well, I, I normally have mine on. I've taken it off for today so we can see the size difference, but... I'm guessing if I never had that, yeah, then this wouldn't feel as small. Yeah, but true. In terms of what we do, I mean, there's a lot of filmmakers or videographers who prefer a setup like this, like those who watch... Daniel Schiffer, he and he sees, you know, an A7, a lot of his stuff used to be on A7 III with like a 50 mil, another Zeiss, is it the Zeiss Planar? Yeah, something like that. You know, those lenses, just that. So a lot of people would be influenced thinking that's the setup I want to have. So that's great. We've got FX6s, so we like rigging up anyway. So these feel tiny in comparison. But I like that. Like one of the best things that Sony have done really is they've made this sensor available across different bodies, I think. Mm having the FX6 and the A7S3 pretty much identical image quality. There's, there's slight differences or whatever, but mm. 98% of the way there. And then having that in two different body sizes, not compromising too much on the features. I know you can't get DCI, you can't get True24 and whatnot, but quality-wise, you can shoot them interchangeably, basically. Yeah. I think that's brilliant. That's something Panasonic don't have at the moment, really. They've got the BS1H, which is kind of like the box camera, the S1H. But it's not the same, you know, it's, it's not got ND, ND filters or mm-hmm. XLR without, I suppose, the, the module. Yeah. That's a great thing that Sony have done is that they're catering across body sizes, basically. So after all that, our initial conversation was, should, be, should Sony be worried about Panasonic? Do you think they should? Within the next 12 months, do you feel like Panasonic are going to bring something out? Because it feels like an upgrade to the S1 is due at any point. That's three and a half years yeah. old, I want to say. There'll, there'll be one out this year, I imagine. The next will that be the camera? camera? And will that be the camera that makes A7S3 users, Canon R5 users go? I think it could be because, know. to be fair, I prefer Panasonic cameras. That's why I want to get the next MFT with the one they bring out. If Panasonic brought out, and hear me out, an EVA2 this year, yeah. L mount, 4K 120. Yeah. Phase detect autofocus. Yeah. Basically a, a Panasonic FX6. Yeah. Would you... Nah, because it'd be too much of a financial hit, wouldn't it? It depends how much money I lost changing, but probably Is not. it worth that hassle? 
Like because because we're it's... saying we're sat here saying the things that we're saying that's missing in the A7 won't be missing in something like an EVA2 equivalent. But is it worth the hassle of you've just come over to Sony, but then Panasonic brings something out where people think the image quality out of a Sony camera is better than Sony, even with these models, people are still Panasonic, saying Panasonic image Sony, quality. Yeah. yeah, is it enough to move back over to Panasonic if that camera came out? I doubt it. I really, really doubt it. That's why I've kept an MFT so that I can kind of stay in Panasonic and get the next Panasonic MFT camera. I'd be less tempted to lose the FX6 and more tempted to move the S3 back to Panasonic. Right. To see whatever, what alternative they had. But I think there are people that would. Yeah. Because also Panasonic need to kind of play on what they do better, which is bringing out extra features. So an EVA2... I mean, if they could, I don't even know if it's possible, but bring out a 4.3 full-frame sensor. I mean, it must be possible because other companies do it, yeah. like the Alexa 4.3. And... But for something to rival the FX6, so with the sub-10K? I would, yeah. I, I would, I'd would. i bring out an L-mount EVA2 with a 4.3 sensor so that you can do, like, 6K anamorphic on it. Just play on, like, different features. Mm. Use the dynamic range boost that they've just implemented on the GH6. Yeah. Chuck that in on full frame. Yeah. And you're going to be going from 14 plus stops. What could... They might be able to get 16 stops out of it. Yeah. 15 and a half. Would that make you move from Sony to Panasonic? Probably not still. Because the thing is, for the stuff I'm doing at the moment, the sort of shooting I'm doing, I just don't need it. So it it wouldn't make sense to be... Yeah. Yeah. That raises the subject, which we've alluded to before, in the fact that... Just because something new comes out, it doesn't mean that you have to get the newest thing. You just you just use and have what you need at the time. Yeah. Because Panasonic are bound to release something like that, let's be honest. We don't know when. Well, I don't know. They might be out of the the like the video camera game. They might just be sticking with mirrorless. Maybe. The EVA one, when was that? 2015? Bloody hell, was it? I'm sure it was. I wasn't sure when moving to Sony whether I'd love it because I'd been, you know, GH5 owner, S1. Was the GX8 team, my cupboard gathering dust, you, yeah. you know, like I didn't know if, it, if I'd enjoy moving to Sony and I love it. But just because I know I enjoy Panasonic as well, it doesn't mean that I'm going to quickly hop over the fence to go back if something better comes out. What I have in the A7 and the FX6 is more than enough. It's doing well for me. I'm working on things that I want to work on. It's making my job a heck of a lot easier using them two cameras. So there's not, I don't think at this point, there's not going to be enough mm-hmm. to warrant me moving back. We said at the start, episode 10, mm. so it's a good kind of benchmark to how it's going and is it as successful as we thought it was going to be. And what well, we've been having a little bit of a think, haven't we? Mm. I mean, I think a podcast is weekly. Yeah. Or we're not holding up to that, are we? Bi-weekly. Like, we're doing really bad with that side of it. Sorry, everyone. I don't want to say it's because you were on holiday last week, but that's a, a factor. Just rob me from my freedom. Like you've you've got to sacrifice a bit if you're gonna do something like this. Like I was pasty. I was trying to get my hair cut today <laughs> and I couldn't. It was too too busy. And I'm here anyway. What I'm trying to say <laughs> is it's not it's just not really a podcast. So is this the end? <laughs> well Is that I don't know. What do you think? Episode ten and like it's taken us what, six months to get here? That's a pretty slow Yeah. I think I love doing the podcast yeah. and I think it's helping people. Hopefully. I'm saying this in two <laughs> years' time so. when we've built the momentum up. But yeah. I think it's we enjoy talking like talking about kit anyway. So yeah. we may as well get the cameras up and exactly, the mic. Yeah. I do feel though, 
that what we do for a living is visual. Yeah. It's a visual thing. And we've got ideas of deconstructing scenes of our favourite films and going through how they've been lit, how they've been shot, why they've been done a certain way. Yeah. And we realised it was like, we can't really do that for the audio listeners of the podcast. So maybe we might, we might start branch out. branching out yeah. a bit. do some other things. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I think the podcast will always happen. We just can't guarantee that it will be weekly or bi-weekly, can we? Because... Well, I mean, we don't. A, it want, takes we don't, three hours to set this. We don't want to lay out what we actually are going to do. No, no. But I feel like there's more opportunity to do more visual things. So whether that's on our social channels or mm. the YouTube channel, that's not just podcast episodes. Yeah. Um, the podcast is a part of its take two. Yeah. But not the entire. Not the entirety. That is that is exactly what I'm saying. That's very nicely. That's put. It. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. It would be fun for us because we like we like getting our cameras out and filming something. We yeah. we prat about coming up with ideas for sketches and little skits, and we think, well, why aren't we utilizing that as part of its take two? Are we? So yeah, I think to be a proper podcast, we'd have to we need to get it out weekly. Yeah, but because we're doing the visual side of it as well, it it takes so much time. Oh, it's, it's a lot. It takes of effort, ages it? to set it up. It yeah. is a lot of fat. This isn't a showroom at Next Home, is it? This is my living room. <laughs> no, because we're still not sponsored. Yeah. This is just nice tables, George's though. living room. Yeah, it's a bit scratched. Yeah, this, scr- <laughs> this is the... <laughs> Sony X7S3. <laughs> See how that audio was for Callum the Twat. <laughs> so I've had a bit of a change of tune, actually, George. From what? Well, we had a little break and I was um, listening back to some of the old episodes and I yeah. think Callum's got a point. The jingle is the a bit loud. Jingle, okay. Yeah. Just on behalf of the podcast, because we were I mean, quite mean to him earlier. So if you want to... We? Hmm. If you just want to do a quick apology into camera, then... Me apologise to Callum Yeah, on you. behalf of the... Po- well, not for me, but on for the podcast, because we were quite harsh earlier on. If you do a quick apology... I'll give him a quick shout-out now, like a proper shout-out, because okay. we were very sarcastic earlier okay. on. And then he'll be on board again. Then, then we're back to two then, listeners. Then he'll stop capitalising everything. Okay. Callum, Probably to camera, so right, you can Callum, watch yeah. it. Callum, we're sorry for being... Just mean. Mean. Sarcastic. Sarcastic. Loud. Loud. Probably sorry. arrogant. <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> One of us. Um, yeah, we mean it. Sorry, Callum. So who's the um, so who's going to be the shout out this week? Doing proper shout out. Okay, yeah, let's pretend with yeah. He is he is you know integral, and we'll talk about a bit a bit about what he does on the crew and and why we do love him so much. Yeah, what he brings to the atmosphere of the crew. Yeah, in positive ways. Actually, I've just the, I've just thought we'll do the shout out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's my birthday in a few weeks, mm. and maybe we can get Shez on. That's a good idea to get me a birthday cake, and she can be the sponsor of next week's episode. Yeah, that's a good idea. When is your birthday? 25th of March. That's pretty soon. Yeah. I'll Can you we... ring her? Can you ring her instead? Yeah, I'll see. I mean, I'll see next time we're going up. We could get a cake done and get a sponsor. Sweet. That'd be great. Yeah. What were we on about again then? Um, Before Shez. Shez's Cakes and Bakes. For the Cheryl. best bakes and cakes in Yorkshire. Cheryl, we're talking about Cheryl. Yeah, what was before that? Uh, uh, just cameras, I think. Let's just, we'll just wrap it up. Okay, yeah. So if anyone else has got any nasty little comments they want to send our way, similar to Callum, mm-hmm. about the audio or the visuals. Yeah. To be fair, someone will probably comment that you didn't have a backlight on for half of it. True. 
Yeah. We're putting it out there now, so you can't say anything now. We've done it. We've pointed out the bad thing. Yeah. No point. We're not doing well lately. Last episode, I had to change my jumper because I've got curry on it. Light went on this one. It's all that on your side, really, lost power. Yeah. Your camera. My camera. Yeah. Your camera, your jumper, your light. I'm seeing a trend here. So if if they want to get in touch with us, yeah. how do they do it? We appreciate any feedback. Yeah. Um, and therefore, we have set up a dedicated complaint account. Line, yeah. yeah, complaint department. So if you have got any complaints, send it to callum at itstake2podcast.com, which is a 100% genuine email address. We um, will be monitoring. Well, callum will be monitoring Callum will be monitoring it because yeah. he's you know, promoted himself to be a c- And if you've got any positive feedback, how do they get in touch? Then they can use the real addresses that is... Not real addresses, they're oh, all the real other addresses, addresses. The other addresses. The other address yeah. that is um, itstake2podcast at gmail.com. That's the one. Or Instagram at itstake2podcast. TikTok. itstake2podcast. Yeah, Very that's unified. true. So don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already um, to either the podcast or any of your preferred podcast listening platforms. But yeah, if you're ever in a hurry, if you're ever on a plane to Lanzarote and you can't watch the YouTube video, don't, you can yeah. always download the podcast on well, any of those. Read a, read a made script. <laughs> Boring, innit? Yeah. will not want to do that on your holiday. <sighs> Even if you promised. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it, because the, the lights... The lights, on. yeah. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Even the lights giving up. Yeah. A lot's gone wrong this week. It's so. not gone well, has it? No. Um, thanks for listening, as always, and we'll. I don't want to say we'll see you next week because it's not going to be next week. We will see you when we can be bothered to edit the next one. Yeah, or, and shoot it as well. And shoot it. And sort of plan a day, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully you've found it insightful, enjoyable. Thanks, as always, if you've listened from the start. We appreciate you coming back and listening to us talk for a long time. Yeah. If you're new to it, hi, welcome to the channel, welcome to the podcast. Um as we said earlier, <laughs> let's wrap let's, it up. Come let's, on, yeah. let's go. We've got lots of exciting things coming up, haven't we? Not just yeah. the podcast, but we'll plug them into we... mains next time. Yeah, selling <laughs> batteries. True. Why are we doing batteries inside? There's a little tip for you. For if anyone... you've got access to PowerPoints, plug them in. For anyone who's listening to this, the lights keep going out. We're, we're going to have to wrap up, aren't we? So we've got one left. <laughs> if this one goes, we're it's like most haunted. We will see you next time. Yeah, nice one. Cheers. See you in a bit. Oh shit, we forgot to shout out Cap. <laughs> <laughs>